is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, VU Collective, I'm always happy to be back here with you, and I mean that genuinely. I don't get to see you, but when I hit record, I picture all of you listening either in your car or while you're at work or you're exercising or you're on a walk or doing laundry or whatever, and I just find myself feeling so grateful that you're actually taking time to listen to these episodes, so... I'm happy to be with you and I'm super grateful to be with you. So if you have not checked out our spinoff channel, if you're new, a new listener, BU Podcast has a second channel that just launched last month in July, 2021, and it's called BU in Business. So it's all about being yourself in business and every aspect of that. And it is something that you can find by going to bu.supercast.tech. So in real time, if you're listening, you know that things are cray-cray in this world right now. Things are beautiful in this world and things are a little crazy. There are people at each other's throats. There is so much going on on and offline about conflicting beliefs and opinions. And it's something that none of us can escape at this point unless we're just living off on our own island somewhere. <laughs> and thinking about that, I want to just remind you that every single one of us You know, we're all big people, we're adults, but we're truly still children who happen to be in an adult body. And anything that's unresolved from our childhood, that inner child of ours is going to show up and throw fits and throw tantrums and feel abandoned and feel offended and want to attack or show rage if that inner child has not experienced the healing that he or she deserves. So this is not an episode about inner child work, but just remember that when you're seeing all this online, let's say, let's just go to that example on Facebook or Instagram. Remember that the people who are attacking you or that you are fighting with or arguing with or wanting to convince or change, etc. Many times what's happening is our stuff, our deep down stuff is simply being triggered. And we want to be heard and we want to be acknowledged and we want to be right and we want to feel safe, all of us. The people who have done more inner work have less of a need than that than others. They still will get triggered, but they'll understand how to pull back. So how does that equate to feeling safe? Like, what does that mean? So when you were a child, if it felt normal to you as a child for there to be conflict 
or it was normal for you to be ignored. It was normal for you to have your feelings completely invalidated. It was normal as a child for you to feel like you had to rescue people or feel like you secretly wanted to be rescued or no one took care of your physical or emotional needs. Then as an adult, even though you would think that you'd go to the opposite, what you and I do is we seek out safety. And for us, that's what felt safe. It sounds contradictory. It sounds counterintuitive. But the reason it feels safe is because it's familiar. It's not the literal word of safe, but our central nervous system actually thinks that we are safe because it's what's known. It's familiar. And so we will go to that. This is why we will choose partners who are verbally abusive. This is why we will choose friendships where we are ignored or whatever it is so that it keeps triggering that abandonment wound or the unresolved wound from our childhood. On one hand, the good thing is when that happens, it allows it to come up so it can heal. But today, I just want to talk about the fact that we forget that that's what's happening in these exchanges with other people when we are disagreeing on a hot topic. We think we're just discussing the hot topic. Well, some people can just discuss the hot topic and they can just go right back to their life and they can be friends with these people. But the people who can't do that, it is absolutely a trauma response. It's triggering their old stuff that has never been resolved. And maybe that is, I don't feel enough. I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. I want to be right. They're trying to to grasp for safety. And safety for me is going to look very different from safety for you. It should, safety should be a universal term, right? Because if I said to you, what does safety mean? We would all agree. But yet our behavior says something else. I say that that feels safe, but yet I behave this way so that I feel safe. And it's the complete opposite. It feels safe to me to be in a relationship where I'm ignored. Combative situations feel safe. Arguments feel safe. Abandonment and rejection feel safe. And I know you might be thinking right now, that's insane. Who could ever feel safe with that? Most of us, most human beings, because we haven't resolved things that happened when we were kids. And because it's familiar from when we were a child, that feels safe to us. It's all our body knows. Our nervous system knows that as familiar, so it feels comfy and safe, even though it's awful. This is why you see people like me, who have an experience in childhood and they say, I will never repeat that. I will never marry someone like that. I will never be in that situation. And lo and behold, they end up in the exact same situation. It's not just because they subconsciously observed it and now they're acting it out. It's also because that's what their body knows. That's what feels safe and comfortable to them. So they have no idea that they're seeking out that exact same experience in this person who comes across as a total jerk. The other part of this I wanted to share when we talk about the conversations we're seeing primarily online, I mean, also offline, I mean, families are being divided right now over opinions on masks and other things. But the other thing is that I want all of us as a group here in BU Collective to just remember something. Everybody has shit. Everybody does. Everybody does. Every person you come across has fears, fear stories, insecurities, skeletons in their closet, things they don't want anyone to know. They have head trash and stories about themselves. 
they have fear about what people will think or say, or they've doubted themselves, every person. And so when you're in a conversation about a hot topic with another person, one, remember that we're just little kids in adult bodies and our inner children many times are the ones having the conversation because most of us have not done inner child work. Number two, we're trying to feel safe. And number three, just remember when you're talking to that person, if they seem holier than thou, that they know more than you, that they are more evolved, that your opinion doesn't matter, don't let that intimidate you. Be true to what you feel is right, understanding that you may not be right, but be true to yourself and look at the other person and realize, you know what? I may not see it in this situation, but they have just as much head trash as I do. They have fear stories. They have insecurities. They have things they probably wouldn't want people to know about them. And that right there is the way we could connect human to human. It's like we're trying to connect through these conflicts and these arguments and these discussions, when truly, if you would just put our guard down for a second and say, I see you, I disagree with you, but that's not really who you are at the soul level. You're just another human. You're my brother. You're my sister. I love you. I mean, who's really going to say that? But what if you just stopped and centered yourself and you felt that way? I was just texting with a friend. Texting is the worst way to communicate unless it's like logistic information, right? And so I'll call myself out for that. And she was reaching out to me because she did not like something I said about a certain situation online. And she was just letting me know. And, you know, I asked her a few questions and challenged her a little bit and just said, look, we're seeing it differently. It's just, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this. But then at the very end, I thought to myself, what are you doing? You know, she's a kind person. You love her as a human none of this matters. None of it really matters. And us having, you know, discord with each other and all of this back and forth, all it's doing is lowering the vibration of everyone on the planet. All it's doing is letting the bad guys, if I could use that term, win. Because there are some big forces at play that want all of us to fight. They want us to be waging a war against each other on race They will do it through the media. They will do it through YouTube videos. They will do it through messages that we are like subconsciously or subliminally (laughs) receiving through social media and through the actual, you know, news media. They want us divided on every major topic because if we are divided, we don't know what's going on. And number two, if we're divided, then they can conquer. And I a hundred percent have participated in that. Absolutely. A year ago, with all the political stuff in the United States, you better believe that I was arguing with people and debating. I was trying to do it in a way that was more enlightened or more this or more that. Doesn't matter. I was still doing it. Remember, a man or woman convinced, I'm going to say a woman, a woman convinced against her will is of the same opinion still. That's from my friend, Dr. Carol Watson. I don't know where the saying came from. It might be George Washington. I have no clue. But She's the one who said that to me years ago and it stuck. So thank you, Dr. Carol. A woman convinced against her will is of the same opinion still. We are spending so much energy trying to be right and convincing each other. And remember, trying to feel safe. And also our inner child is trying to get what she needs. 
that we are missing the mark. Me too, 100% raising my hand right now. I've gotten so sucked in lately with the things going on in the world. And right now, if I wanted to, I could go off in 10 tangents on my opinion of what's happening. But right now, I'm just reminding myself and reminding you that we should not be quiet. We shouldn't sit down and, and watch things happen that we truly believe are hurting our children or our community, for sure. I mean, we should be warriors. And one way for us to really, really sort of fight the good fight is to also make sure that we are grounded and we are centered and we are connected to spirit and we're breathing and we're drinking our water and we're doing our inner child work and we're doing our anger release and we are healing the wounds that have been gaping for years that are screaming to be healed that we're connecting with ourselves and we're grounding into Mother Earth with our bare feet on the ground. Yes, it's crunchy. Laugh if you want. It's so powerful. You know, eating healthy food and giving generously and and helping our fellow man and woman, praying for a better outcome, asking our angels and our spirit guides to assist us and help us through this time, seeking to understand before being understood. You know, some people will interpret that as well, then we should just be silent and we should say nothing. I don't agree. There are people I'm sure, for sure, 100% sure that people look at me and they're like, oh my God, here she goes again, because I'm outspoken, because I'm very vocal about my beliefs. It's not because I think others are wrong. It's that that's how I was made. One, that's how I'm designed. And number two, my childhood molded me for this. Like I, I have this sort of Joan of Arc energy and I apologized for that for years. And I'm not going to anymore. The other thing I did for years, which was very unhealthy, and I've mentioned it a few times on here, and you might be like this, is that I didn't have it in check. I had like an overactive throat chakra. (laughs) I always say in my Facebook profile says, you've confused me with someone with a blocked throat chakra. But I had an overactive throat chakra. Like I was just all the freaking time. And I was so loud about everything. And I realized, you know, Sometimes the best thing is to just be silent. I didn't know how to do that. And I think it's because I always felt like my voice was never heard as a child that I feel like my voice needs to be out there all the time. But then there's this beautiful, happy medium. It's where you're not censoring yourself and hiding and saying, well, I'm not worthy. And by the way, I'm better than everybody else who's voicing their opinion. You hear people that say that, right? On social media. Oh, I just post or I sit back and watch. I don't put my personal beliefs on Facebook. I don't share. Like It's like this badge of honor, like they're better than everybody. Okay. This one thing, if you just choose not to do that, but when you're saying that, right there, you're tipping your hand that there's fear right beneath the surface. You're afraid to do that. There are some people that just choose not to, and that's amazing. It's like wanting to cut all your hair off, right? If you want to cut all your hair off and you're afraid of what people are think, then you probably should do it. But some people just don't want to cut their hair off. They don't like short hair. That's different. That's coming from a healthy, confident place. But when we look at how we show up, you know, as we're looking at people who are bold and out there, we've got the people who are shaming them for that, the people who are wanting to censor them, the people who are saying, well, I'm so much better than them because I just post about my cat and my kids' grades, right? They think they're better. But then you've got, as I said, where I was, where I was too out there and I couldn't even reel myself in because I was just so certain that what I felt needed to be shared. And I've really realized in the past year through a lot of growth and, you know, I'm being transparent here. It's not attractive to tell you this, 
But the truth is, I, I realized that about myself. Like, ooh, I probably turned a lot of people off. But more importantly, because that probably shouldn't bother me, more importantly, that's not my highest self talking. Being bold and loud and proud and vocal about your beliefs is your highest self. But trying to lecture and convince people and battle them into submission, that's weakness. That's fear. That's a pain story. That ain't good. And so we see these like opposing ways of being. And then we, I don't think we talk about it enough. So let's talk about that. Like, who are you? When you look at people, do you forget that everybody has shit? Do you get really insecure and think that, oh, they somehow don't have these fears and it's just me? Not true. Everybody does. Remember what we've said on here before. It's just a matter of how much work they've done to heal those things so that they have the stuff, the head trash, the stories, the fear, the insecurities, but they don't live there. They just kind of park there for a minute or they put a penny in the parking meter instead of a dollar, right? But they sure as hell don't live there. So, so you look at Oprah, right? I mean, she's a great example. I mean, yeah, she's got the same stuff, but she has worked through it enough that when it pops up, she can dismiss it quickly or someone like Mel Robbins or spiritual leaders. So do you remember that, that people all have that stuff because they do? And what about the whole inner child stuff? Just picture two adults arguing through social media and it's really just a little child just typing away, click, 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 click. I want to be right. No, I want to be right. I want to feel safe. No, I want to feel safe, but I don't feel safe unless you agree with me. And I also don't feel safe unless you like me. And this is what we do, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And the other piece is that beautiful balance between not hiding and not drowning on everybody else. That's the sweet spot we want right there. That's the sweet spot. And I I am certain that the way to find that is in. You got to go in. You have to go inward. You have to slay those dragons inside of you. You have to. I'm in a coaching program that I've mentioned to you before called Elementum. It's a master coach, six-month training program, educational program. It's super intense. And I am one of very, very few who are not certified coaches. And we've got people who've been coaching for a decade or more, and they're in there. And I'm telling you right now, the stuff that comes up every single week, we all have it. And these are people who have worked on themselves and worked on themselves. So that's why it's so important to go in because there are people who have been doing that for years and years and years, and they are still finding crevices and little nooks and crannies and shit sandwiches somewhere deep, dark in the basement, shit sandwiches that are down in the deep, dark basement. And they're like, Ooh, I found another one. And when you speak that into existence, it goes away. When you transmute it through your body, out of your body, it goes away. It doesn't keep coming back. And you might say, hold on a minute. I thought you just said that it's just something people keep processing and and working on and working on. Yeah, but it's not the same stuff. It's a different sandwich. It's a different variety. Maybe one's, what do they call it? A Reuben sandwich? One's turkey, one's whatever. You have a variety of them all packed in these little nooks and crannies all over your body. And as we pull those out, we go, aha, there you are, you little fucker. And then we say, oops. I love you. Thank you for being there because guess what? You were there for me when I was a child and you protected me. That's why I have that feeling. Goodbye. And it goes away. So that's why I'm such a fan of inner work and coaching 
And the stuff we are talking about twice a week, week after week after week here. I am not getting paid for this. I'm doing this because I truly believe in it. We are doing this work because it makes a difference for your children, for your grandchildren, and for your grandchildren's grandchildren, for other people on this planet who have no relation to you. There's this beautiful ripple effect. There's this beautiful vibrational just kiss that goes from person to person to person, and it starts with you. So yeah, you can duke it out on Facebook here and there, and yeah, you can have debates with people about politics or masks or whatever else you want to talk about, but it's from a different place. It has a different charge to it. It has different flavor. It's coming from a healthy place. It won't take you down. You won't feel that your energy has been sucked out of your body after a conversation. You won't feel deep, dark despair. So I'll close with that. Speaking of, it won't take you down into deep, dark despair. So I was talking to my friend, Kim. Hi, Kim McCall. And she said to me today, I just always believe things are going to work out. And I just have this confidence in the universe that every single thing is working out the way it's supposed to. And I said to her, here's the thing. I do too. And I wish we could bottle that up and give it to people. And I'm telling you right now that one way I'm bottling it up and giving it to you is through BU Podcast. If you and I can truly get into a place where we believe that everything is working out the way it's supposed to, everything is working in our favor, even if it doesn't look like it, every person is a loving being at their soul level, realizing everybody has stories and everybody has hangups and fears and no one's better than anybody else that we're all so similar, that we're all little children in adult meat suits walking around having this earth school experience. If we can find the sweet spot between completely being self-expressed and being ourselves without apology to anybody, but making sure there's no triggering happening when we're doing that, that we're not flexing to cover up a, a wound we haven't found. If we can figure that out, what a wonderful world it would be. And that's the world I want to create. That's the world I want you and I to commit to. So for me, myself, I'm going to do some breathing tonight and really pull back because the topics at hand right now, what's happening in the world is so heavy. I mean, there is some shit going down. I mean, there are things happening right now that I just, if I allow it to, it will just put me into a tailspin. But I also remember that that's not what I'm here for. I'm not going to go into a hole and pretend it's not happening. I'm not going to do the la la la, everything's fine. I'm just going to post my cat pictures and be better than everybody. But I'm going to find that sweet spot. And I'm inviting you to go there with me. All right. I love you all so much. I really do. And I appreciate you. And thank you so much for all of the sharing you do with your friends. That's why this is growing. If we don't have any marketing and advertising, how does it keep growing every week? Because of you. You are doing it. I do not get the credit for that. Thank you so much. And you're getting nothing for it. You know, let me tell you something. If you do a five-star rating and a really nice review for me, and you send me, just find me on Instagram, Jill Herman BU, and you send me a screenshot of you putting this on social media and texting any episode you want. It doesn't matter the episode or just texting the podcast out to five people. Message me with that and I will send you one of our BU Collective Amazing Soft 
wonderful sweatshirts. They retail at $45 and one of our BU tote bags. I appreciate you so much. Have the most wonderful day. Remember, breathe, love yourself and surrender. Surrender.